One, 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 hot sound. Oh, I'm the only one that know how it sound. Oh, you got your headphones on. Mm, <laughs> I do know how it sound. <laughs> All right, what's going on, y'all? This is OSS The Pod, on some shit to show. I'm your host, Chavot. My man, Rashad, is in the building there. Um, Joining us is my man, Chris Madison, here today. Yeah, we're going to get to know him a little bit. Um, Well, first, how you doing, bro? I'm alive and well, man, day by day. It's good to to meet you. I heard uh, I got a chance to hear some of your music, um, you know, before you came in the weeks leading up to Mm -hmm. the the interview. Um, The therapy... Uh, actually, no. Yeah. Therapy is the theme of the album. Yeah, for sure. But it is called. What's the name of it again, Shot? I only got one playthrough. Yeah, I got one playthrough too. Oh, it's called. Um... No, no, no. I got, I got it. The road to success too. Success story too. Success. Story but you close too. though. You was, uh, you was there. You was in the ballpark. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. My bad. But yeah, I, I actually thought that drum was cool. I thought uh, I enjoyed the theme. Uh, I know I really enjoyed the um, the the style that you're going with. I actually like your style a lot. Thank you, I appreciate you know, it. I'm gonna say about seventy <clidée> percent of them jumps was hitting for mm-hmm. me, somewhere between seventy seventy five. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. It's like the rule of ten. It's like three 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 joints you might like, three joints you might hate, other joints you're gonna be iffy on. You yeah, know what I mean? and, and then you know it's an hour long, twenty two songs mm-hmm. on it. You know that's actually that's a good batting average, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how artists. Go in, you know, when you say, all right, I'm going to put a lot of songs on this joint. Like, how do you go in thinking about, I get, you got to be diverse enough. I could hear that it was a diverse joint. Mm-hmm. It's going to touch a couple different groups. Right. Um, I don't know how you go into it, you know, trying to target your audience, I guess. I don't really. Um, it's like, because I end up, I, I go through spurts. Like, when I was younger, I used to make music all the time. But now it's like I get writer's block for like six months. And then it'll go away for like two. And then it's another six. And in those two months, I'll record like 50 to 100 songs. And then I'll just, whatever it is I feel like are the best ones or make the most sense for whatever I'm trying to do, yeah. that's what I'll do. Um, this project, that last project specifically, I made it intentionally because I'd actually just started therapy in real life. So it was like, mm-hmm. it's almost like mirroring what was going on. Yeah. Did you did you take some of your actual like conversations with the therapist into... The skits? I wish I would have. So therapy started the day I released the album. Oh. So I actually okay. had no idea what a therapy session was like. Yeah. Until the album was already out. Wow. Yeah. To- toxic black masculinity. I don't know what a therapy session is. <laughs> I ain't never seen it. This, this shit is helpful, man. I'm not going to hold you. Like, it's, uh, we, it's different to talk. You know, I mean, you talk to your boys, you talk to your mom, you talk to your family, whatever, whatever, yeah. and they'll have a certain perception off of what you say to them because they know you but talk but telling what you got on your soul to a complete stranger is a very vulnerable place yeah. to be in but you'll get information that you may not get from somebody who, who loves you yeah i mean i'm sure knowing it's a professional too, make it like a, mm. a little more I, actually i'm imagining i would think it would be more <laughs> comfortable it's um i had a well i had a black woman i specifically chose a black woman um and she was dope and um it was virtual that was another hang up, <clears throat> excuse me, because I didn't want to do I didn't want to do virtual. Yeah. But this was during like the COVID stuff and everybody was still on edge. And she was like, the only way we can do this is through virtual. And at the time, I really, really needed it. So I'm like, I'll do the virtual. And after like the first, just like when anything else, after you break the ice, it's like, OK, this is this is cool. Yeah. So. I um, well, I mean, I don't know. Do you I mean, you got I'm sure you're working on some new stuff between the last release 
and maybe I guess you, I'm sure you're back in the studio. Do you feel like the things that you learned through therapy are falling into the music at all? Somewhat. Um, I've always been like on all of my albums. I've been vulnerable. I'm probably been one of the most transparent artists that you're listening to. Like whatever is going on in my life, that's what I'm rapping about. And um, so that hasn't changed. I, I think I hear that yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hear that for sure. yeah. I think therapy. What therapy did was teach me how to gave me tools to be a better human being. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that's necessarily like reflected in the music, but everything else, or the the music is a lot more positive because I'm in a positive space because of the therapy. I, I think it got to be though. I mean, mm. like I said, a relatively new listener of right. yours, um, but I feel like uh, you definitely an artist that is channeling your real life. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm feeling like, we, we talked about this on the last episode. And when I'm listening to somebody, me as a fan, I want to feel t- walk away from it feeling like I know a little bit about you. Right. What is he about? If somebody asks me what you was about, I'll be able to tell them something. Mm-hmm. You know, after listening to you for that hour, fifty-eight minutes, um, and I'll be able to say, you know, th- this would he, this is character a little bit. Right. Like I can walk away and know some of your values, know a little bit of your story. You know, so I think that's why I, I, the music resonated with me. Even if I could tell we two type different type mm-hmm. of niggas, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> but just the fact that your personality and who you are, your identity shines mm-hmm. through the music. That's a big deal. And a identity, lot of are yeah, not capable of doing that. Yeah, it's important. It's important to just everybody's trying to figure out what everybody else is doing. Everybody's trying to figure out like, okay, that worked, so I got to copy that because that's where success leads. But honestly, we're we're getting to a point where people want realism, more realism and everything and what they watch and what they listen to and the people they follow. Yeah. That's why people are so obsessed with celebrities mistakes because they're like, oh, they're human, too. You know, right. I can relate to that. And it's like you you'll find your audience faster just being whoever you are supposed to be. We could be completely different. You know what I'm saying? But as long as you understand what I stand on and I understand what you stand on, then we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, let's let's get into that then. A little bit about yourself. Chris Madison, everybody. Where are you from? I'm from Fredericksburg, Virginia. You're from Fredericksburg? Yeah. Okay. Right, right down the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you say? Right down the road. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, your stomping grounds. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Young Cheeks. Watch your mouth. <laughs> um, how did you uh, end up coming to Richmond? Uh, to be honest with you, I moved down here over a girl. Uh, it was okay. like yeah, it was like ain't that no first. wrong with that. Yeah, that ain't yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. The best of yeah, man. So I came down here. That didn't work out. And then um, I was like, damn, down here. I don't know nobody. And from there, I just kind of started going to different scenes, meeting a different artists, working with different people. Yeah. And you've you been down here how long? Almost ten years. Almost ten. What? Uh, at what point did you start doing? Was you doing music before you? Yeah, came yeah. I've been doing music since I was a kid. So, really? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh. Did you feel like, I don't know much, Fredericksburg only an hour away. I don't know nothing about Fredericksburg. Yo, it's funny because when I talk to people in Richmond, the idea that they have in their head when I talk to them is like, yo, Fredericksburg is just trees. That's how they'd be like, yo, you from the country. It's just trees. And I'm like, it's not like that at all. But yeah. I know you go up there and get you a nice, nice whip, you know. Get yeah, they do got car dealerships out there. Yo, <laughs> like, they got mad like car that. dealerships. Yeah, for sure. But um, is it uh? Did you feel like it was a good scene there, like musically? You feel like it's better in Richmond? I I, I don't feel like one's better. Than, I will say that uh, I think Richmond has 
a lot of a lot more creativity. It's very more, it's way more artsy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like so the artists are more artsy. But I think it, a town is a town. I feel like people get in that concept of like, what does your town do? They never get out the town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I, yeah. I feel it just because you know maybe it didn't used to be like that, but now the internet is such a thing. You know that's how we was able to connect. Right. Yeah. Um, but. It's still it's it's so many people doing it that I'm constantly overloaded. Mm-hmm. You know, even just here, you know. You I backtracked a little bit after I listened to the project. You've been at it for a while. Yeah. You know, for you sure. you've been out making your making your videos, putting your albums out, and it, it just makes me be like, even as somebody who goes to find music, damn, how did I not catch on to this mm-hmm. before twenty twenty three? what is it where is it disconnect where the the good artists that I'll actually like in my city, I'm not getting hold of them. Even though we got the internet. Yeah, I think it's, um, and I guess this is a good segue to introduce the Madison Network and what I'm starting and creating. But a lot of it has to do with the information um, behind the scenes. Uh, there are a lot of things that artists don't know that the top knows. And because they know that the artists don't know it, they manipulate you. They put paywalls up. They do things in order to make you spend money for a lot of information that you don't really need, a lot of moves that you don't really need to make, and really the simplistic things are what's most important. Yeah. But nobody's there to tell you that. Nobody's there to tell you how to register your music. Nobody's there to tell you how to release an album. Nobody's there to tell you how to do these things. So we had to figure them out through trial and error. And um, I think a lot of people are not heard because, again, they go back to, well, I show my friends my music. And I showed my family my music, so why well, ain't famous yet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can't. It don't work that way. You're right. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of avenues that we don't tap into. Mm-hmm. But but that's perfect. Like you said, perfect transition. Um, tell us a little bit about the network you. Yeah, yeah. On. So about four years ago, four or five years ago, um, I was going back and forth through like different PRs and publicist companies. And I was just trying to get my music popping. I was willing to spend anything. I'm like, yeah, I just want to get on a blog or I just want to whatever, whatever. And people was taxing me. They're like, yo, it costs this much to do this. It costs this much to do that. And what set it off was um, the final person I had dealt with, she was like, yeah, it's going to be 1600 and we'll um, tell you everything this that you need to fix about your music. And this is going to help you blow your music career and da-da-da. So I paid the 1600 or whatever. And we had to meet and she set it up for like two weeks after we talked. So every day I'm like, man, I can't wait for this meeting. Like once I get this meeting, I'm a, it's, it's up for niggas. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I'm yeah. da 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 da. <laughs> and uh, when I sat down with her, she was like, yeah, you need to uh, just revise your bio and you know the pictures on your page they're a little out older. You might want to just like uh, collage them a little bit and you yeah. know you'll need a strong website and da da da. And sixteen hundred dollars later, I'm sitting there with the same stats and same numbers that I had before. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, it's it's got to be a better way to do this. So I got into digital marketing and um, I started doing like seminars, webinars, YouTube videos, everything. Like I, I, I dove into it and um, the next video I released got like 300,000 views in like a month or two. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, that worked. So then I did it again. Then I did it again. And then I was like, yo, don't tell me this is like. Then I started paying attention to artists that are already famous that are following the same blueprint that you wouldn't know if you didn't know the information, right? But now that you know the information, you can see it. And so I'm like, oh, they they getting us. <laughs> I'm like, so the Madison Network is something that I created 
that is a marketing agency company. We also act as an entertainment and media company. Mm-hmm. Right now I have two two podcasts, a cooking show, the rap class that comes out on February 22nd, um, and a um, interview podcast type style show. Yeah, platform. Yeah. We might need to figure something out, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get on network oh, yeah, real yeah, quick. Man, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> some, what, um, tell me about, um, you said the rap class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. So I feel like um, a lot of artists in the city, when we were talking about why music maybe not doesn't spread to the way that it's supposed to, it's a lot of artists trying to figure out how to be creative, right? And so everybody's kind of doing the same thing. We're trying to figure out what TikTok video is going to work. Um, you know, we're doing one-take videos. We're doing all type of stuff to try to get popping, but we're scared. Artists are naturally vulnerable. Artists are naturally emotional. Real artists, not like people just coming out rapping. But if you are artist, artist, you are sensitive, you all that, right? Yeah. So the last thing you want is criticism or critiquing. So we're scared to do stuff. The rap class is a comedic version of going through a rap class to learn how to become a hip-hop superstar. And the reason I created it is because artists can come on that show and it'll be artists that you've never seen be funny before. Like I got an episode with Big No. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever since seen Big No be comical, but he's funny. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got di- a different... Um, all type of people that, that came on the show and they loosen up. They come in the they come in the door and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know about this." Though. And then by the end of it, they didn't have so much fun. They're like, "Yo, when you doing this again? Like, I gotta get I gotta get on this." And they get a performance at the end. I got a soundtrack coming out with it. So not only do you get to showcase your music, you get to showcase your personality. You get to showcase uh, what makes you special. If you're comedic, your comedic timing, all of that, and it's for right now. It's free. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I like that a lot. I think um, for me personally, try to relate to it a bit. As I, I just turned thirty. Congratulations! Yeah, I'm yeah, glad to man. Be here. yeah, man. <laughs> as I um, age in this element, I find myself still just as hungry to, you know, be an artist and do all the things that I wanted to do when I started when I was what seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's another. Thing developing in me that would make me do something like start a podcast, start a network. Right. You're saying it's a driving me to diversify my impact. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's what things like that do. Yeah. Not only do you grow things for yourself, more opportunities for yourself, but you start providing these, you know, teenagers and people in their early twenties just getting out of college trying to do stuff. You giving them the knowledge that you had to take lumps for, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah, stuff that you had to learn the hard way through experience. You are now just you just given a platform where it's entertaining, right? Uh, it's something you're passionate about, mm-hmm. and you helping people that's coming up behind you. Yeah. I, I respect that a lot, uh, and it's super creative the way you're doing. Yeah, it. I appreciate it, man. It's just like it's yo nothing is well. Some I'm, that's a lot. Some stuff is impossible, but a lot of it isn't. A lot of it is you just got to do the work. Yeah. You just got to do the work. Like, it's not, you got to do the research and the work. Yeah. And um, you can't wait for nobody to hold your hand through none of this. There's nobody coming to save you. There's nobody that, if you want it, go figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what it is. That's the thing, too. You know, when I was first starting, I don't think information was as readily available. I might be off. I feel like the internet was, it was out. Yeah. We, was, we grew up in it, you know. Um, but... Now it's just like you can learn to do anything. You can, but people and even the people that know like the information, they're not trying to come off of it. It's like, yo, if you ask me how to do something, like just we was talking about the app, 
I'm not gonna be like, nah, man, I don't know what that app. Is. I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, yo, no, nah, yeah. like it's the app. This the app. Like you, because your winning doesn't interfere with my winning. There's not an artist on this planet who they could do the exact same concept I do. They're not me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's I'm never gonna not gonna hold some information from nobody. But a lot of times it's like we, especially in our culture, like we get in this spot where it's, where it can only be one. It can only be one person. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can't. I'm not built like that. I mean. I play devil's advocate a bit. There is a competitive nature to hip hop culture. Sure, just yeah. In general, like, and I don't know if I'll be able to escape that and just trying to be number one at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's your thoughts. I think that number one is um, subjective, right? So it's like you're gonna be number one to your audience, yeah. and I'm gonna be number one to mine, and such and such will be number one to his. And those audiences may never talk to each other. But that doesn't mean that any of them are disqualified. You know right. what I'm saying? Every All of them feel you got J. Cole fans, you got Kendrick Lamar fans, you got Drake fans, you got, and they all feel like their man is number one. They ain't stopping nobody else's bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's only with us. It's like, right now there's a dude that also does marketing in the city, right? And my man came and told me, he was like, yo, man, that dude, he been hating on you. You say you do this, you don't do that. You da-da-da, you da-da-da. I never met this dude a day in my life, right? But it's a, but like when I work with these marketing agencies that are quote unquote like white or whatever the whatever the term is, like they don't be talking about the other companies. They don't everybody gets their money. Yeah. But it seems like with us it's like, Oh, that nigga over there doing it, I don't like that shit. You know what I mean? I don't like I don't like that. And it's it's unnecessary it's, it's unnecessary. When you talk about digital marketing, you say you got into digital marketing. How did how did that start? Like um was it you just trying to do it for yourself or did you mm-hmm. find somebody? It was me just trying to do it for myself. And um, because of the results, I ended up getting with, a, um, I ended up doing an internship. I did an internship for a beer group out here called Capsule. Okay. Um, for about three or four years, I've been running my own campaigns. And uh, they hired me to do digital marketing. And they put me on with an internship with a beer company. The beer company I did the internship while while I'm in the internship. I'm like, yo, so what happens at the end? I've never done an internship before, so I'm like, yo, what happens at the end? Do you guys hire me? Do you whatever, whatever? And they're like, oh well, you know, I don't know, man. They're kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. Then they let me do what I do. Then it was a different conference. They came back and they was like, oh, you can you can do this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, oh, we got a conference in March. Um, do you want to speak at the conference? And I'm like, cool. And then now I'm on board with them as a contractor for doing digital marketing through them. Now that set up something for other companies that I'm working through. And it's like, I'm going to do speaking engagements with the marketing director for the Boston Red Sox. I'm going to like, I'm sitting with people that's really, really, and it's not music related, but it can help music. So it's like my, my recommendation to any artist is like, it doesn't, you don't always have to win with the raps. If everybody knows you raps, you rap, cool. What what else can you do? Yeah. Can you you know what I mean? Can you direct? Can you can you whatever you know what I mean? Figure out a talent that people can relate to because sometimes like we rap so well that regular people don't relate to that. Yeah. You know. It's so many. It's so many talents that go into making a successful artist too. You know, like uh, like you said, being able to market. A lot mm-hmm. of people are really good, and you never hear of them because they can't market, right? Or they never get. Like you said, they won't get three hundred thousand views mm. on a on a video because they don't know how to make it uh, connect with people that haven't seen it yet. Right. <laughs> um, what else? I mean, there's so many roles. How many? How many? As an artist, how many roles do you think 
you got to fail just to reach the goals that you set for yourself. As many as you don't want to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. honestly, like, and that's the game to anything. Like, I, uh, a few years ago, I was like, Yo, I'm spending too much money in the studio. So I had to learn how to mix and master because I had to cut that spinning out. I'm like, yo, I'm spending too much on videos. So I had to learn how to shoot my own videos. I cut that out. Yo, I don't, I'm tired of paying such and such money for them to put me on blogs and it don't hit no numbers. So I got to learn how to market it myself. Yeah. So my answer to that is whatever you don't feel like paying for, yeah. or you better learn how to do learn it. Learn how to do yeah. it your damn yeah. self. What about the, the time trade-off? Because it it's not easy to learn how to do all of these things. I mean, it's easy to, it's low-level entry. Like mm -hmm. anybody could pick a camera up and start shooting a podcast, get For some sure. likes, make the shit sound nice enough. But to do it, let's say on the level that you do, your, mm -hmm. your mixes are clean, your, your beats is mixed, like mm -hmm. your videos look real good. Like it takes some time to get to that level. For sure. Um, how bad do you want it? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I, I, I will find a solution for I find an excuse. Nine times out of 10, it's like, it's gotta be some real, I'm gonna put myself in harm's way if there's if, if, to be an excuse. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, we'll go from job to job, learn all the equipment, all the systems, learn everything that they gotta teach them to do to make somebody else rich. And we won't take that time to learn something that's gonna benefit us the rest of our lives. And it's like, why well, I'm, I'm not going to, if I go into work, I'm working for you a little bit, and I'm gonna do some me work on the side too. Yeah, I might go back and do some me on work. And, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that's right. It's um, I think I think that's an important lesson. I'm glad you said that because we we gotta empower ourselves. Like just the whole hip hop community, we gotta be. I I believe it's important that we empower ourselves just to do as much as we can for each other mm -hmm. as well as ourselves. I mean that's what it, that's where the money is. That's where the freedom is. Yeah. You know, you if you don't pay a soul to make your whole production, yeah. Um, I mean, that's ideal. I, I couldn't think of a better way to do it, but I definitely do hope people recognize that you know the trade off is worth it. Because, like you said, you're gonna go from job to job, yeah, and it's gonna make you mad. It's gonna be difficult. But what you know, I, every time I run into like a, a wall, I always think about the last wall. Like, yeah, this is this is terrible. This is tough as I don't know what. But I've gone through tougher things. I just donated my kidney seven months ago. I saw you know what that. I mean, like man. I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, there's the I've gone through a lot in my life to say like, okay, yeah, this is hard, but this ain't harder than this, or this ain't harder than that. Yeah, this, you know what I mean? Once you take the lump, you're like, I, yeah, I, I've been through, I've been through worse than that. Yeah. yeah. How can I get on the show, man? Rap class season two. Uh, well, it depends on the success of season one. So my plan is to. Um, start running the marketing and everything and campaign probably towards the end of February um, and build that up and then if that's a success season two will probably be in production this summer yeah um, but we got other I mean I got other stuff coming up like yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to get everybody to get circulate this money well I say myself yeah. but I mean how do artists where should artists go if they trying to get on what you what you got going oh um so the website should be up in a few weeks the madisonnetwork.com okay um and it'll have definitely have contact form submission all that stuff or you can just reach out like if you see me like i'm not a, you know what i mean i ain't got my nose in the air just send me a dm like yeah. yo what's up da, da, da. i got a lot of people that seen what's going on and they just be like yo i don't know what you're doing but i want to be in it and i'm yeah. like yo if i could find something for you man, it ain't no thing that's right Tell everybody, man, where they can. Uh, what, what camera we on? Be right here with the with the doc. Tell everybody. <laughs> tell everybody where they can yeah. follow you. This where they right? reach out to you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, no. 
right. Uh, yeah, the MadisonNetwork.com. Follow me on Instagram, Madison Music underscore Madison is M A T T I S O N. Um, yeah, rap class February 22nd. That's going to be on a bunch of different platforms that I haven't talked about yet. Um, I wanted to get it on Amazon Prime. We had some licensing, music licensing issues this season, but I'll correct that. No harm, no foul. But yeah, follow me. There you go. And uh, holler at me, man. Chavot, I'm going to be on season two of Rap Class. <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, I ain't funny. Y'all niggas. Yo, I would love funny. to do a podcast episode of a Rap Class show. I think that show would be dope. What, but we'll uh, talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. I'm playing, man. But um, there you go, man. Chris Madison, thank you for joining us. Thank, you, thank y'all for watching. Um, look forward to what you got going Appreciate on, you. man. I'm super excited. I feel like I learned a lot about you. Learned a lot <laughs> about some, some opportunities. All y'all artists trying to get out here and take advantage of anything y'all could do, man. And everybody uh, who's been in it for a while, start making ways for other people to uh, latch on to your progress. This some this a perfect example right here. It's Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, salute. Yeah, <laughs> All right, y'all. That's episode 85 of the pod. See y'all next week. Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. No, that was great. That was great.